welcome. It is SVGA with a special DLC this week. Uh, I'm Robert Hilt, and I'm joined by my friend Hugo Prevot. Hello, Hugo. Hello, Robert. How's uh, it, uh, how are you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. Well, it's summer slowly coming around. I have my first uh, uh, dose of the vaccine schedule, so it's going to be on Thursday. I'm pretty excited. I'm going to the Olympic Stadium, so that, that's pretty cool. Ooh, very uh, nice. And if you're listening to this, this should be out on Wednesday uh, this week, so Wednesday, the uh, May 13 or May 12, sorry, May 12. Uh, and yeah, so if you're 30 years old and, and older, and I guess on the 13, on the 12, it's going to be uh, 25 and older. So if you, I guess, 25 and older, you can go ahead and schedule your first dose. Uh, we really, really, really encourage you to do it. Oh, very much. I mean, and Wednesday, I'll be getting my first dose. So while you're listening to this, I may be getting poked in the arm with a needle. Oh, that, that's, I would say that's pretty cool, but maybe not. I don't know if you're <laughs> afraid of needles or not. I'm fine with needles. It's oh, that's not gross. so bad. So anyway, uh, yeah, we're having a little casual chat, I think. This is how we can describe it. Uh, we're moving out of the uh, retro gaming realm for a bit, and we're talking a lot of stuff. So of course, gaming-related stuff, but... Uh, uh, yeah, so other stuff than uh, Ritual Games. We'll start working on our next big episode, which should be on Burnout Paradise. But in the meantime, we're just having a chat. Uh, so yeah, what are we talking about this week, Robert? Oh, we are talking about flight control. It's joysticks mostly, but uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get into uh, flight simulators and sort of what we use to play them, like what we like and what we don't like <laughs> and what we covet. Yeah, um, it's a uh, yeah. We are both big fans of uh, flight sims, um, and I'd say maybe more modern ones than retro ones. I think that's one area where the uh, maybe increase in complexity of me- game mechanics has been good, yeah. uh, and there's maybe can be too good game mechanics if you know what I mean. Uh, too complex, maybe. <laughs> maybe you'll talk about this a bit later. But yeah, it's flight sims are, are cool. Uh, flying around, shooting stuff, uh, or just having a let's say a stroll in the air. What <laughs> 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 um, well, maybe you could already talk about the elephant in the room? The uh, when you're playing on PC, it's the uh, famous, and I am using her quotes here, famous combo of uh, mouse and keyboard. Uh, I, you know, I have been thinking about this question because uh, we're on our second take now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The listeners would ever know that. Um, but, you know, I have never actually used mouse and keyboard. I have always had a joystick of some sort. Yeah, I think it was the... Um same for me, basically. Besides one try with, I think, the game called Ace Combat 7, which came okay. out in 2019. And I think that contributed greatly to my uh, the fact that I was really, really disappointed, disappointed with the game. And I recently replayed it with a controller, and it was fine. It was really fine. But yeah, going back to... Maybe twenty years ago, even I used I uh, used an old. Well, at the time it wasn't old, but uh, a Logitech uh, a joystick which plugged into the game port on the sound card. Oh yes, 
See, I, mine was it. my first one was a Gravis. I don't even know the name of it. It was black. It had a little foam handle, and it had uh, had one button on the top and then two on the sides. It was almost like an arcade controller. Yeah, very rudimentary, but um, yeah, back when you had uh, little dials to adjust your calibration, it was uh, it was a different time. Oh yeah, the calibration. You had to go to Windows and do all this wiggly stuff and p- clicking and using the, the buttons and just to, to see if you uh, had the, the right to, to tell, basically tell Windows that you had the, the, the that type of controller specifically. Yeah. And yeah, just to be sure to have a smooth experience. It's, it, it reminds me of the time you had to select your sound card into a DOS menu, but that's, that's going maybe even further back in the past. <laughs> Too far, uh, perhaps. And but let, let, let's be let's be modern because we're both modern men. I think uh, I can't speak for both of us in that sense. Well, I mean, you can speak for yourself. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So modern controls. I've talked a bit, uh, briefly, really, really briefly about the user controller. Um, I think it can work okay in certain situations, but the I, I think you'll, you'll agree with me that. When you're using a flight sim, if said flights, I mean, and yeah, we can start by difference, diff, uh, talking about the difference between flying games and flight sims. I, don't, mm-hmm. I really don't want to sound pedantic here, but uh, yeah, when you're up to more, I'd say more than 10 buttons, 10 actions on in a game, in a flying game. So it's going, getting to the point where it can be classified, I think, as a flight sim. So yeah. Uh, even I think free space back in the day uh, was veering towards the flight sim category instead of just an action flying game. So yeah, when you're up to 10, 15, 20 actions, uh, having a controller with even with multiple buttons on it can get limiting. Very uh, much so. So uh, what, what's in your mind, what's the best solution for, the, for that problem then? Well... I mean, there's there's a couple solutions. I mean, I started off, I got a joystick a few years ago because I wanted to get back to flight simulators. I started playing IL-2 Sturmovik again, which is something I had played sort of, you know, in the early 2000s, and you really need a joystick for that. And I decided to do something on a budget, and I got a Logitech Extreme 3D Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of the, the basic joystick. It's got, you know, pitch, you know, you're up, down, it's got roll, your left, right, and it's got a twisty stick, so you got your yaw, so you can, you know, use your rudders, and it was fine. It kind of, you know, it's got, I think, 12 buttons, and it's got a little hat switch, so you can, you know, flip up, left, right, look around with a thing, but it um, it costs 40 to $50, and it... Um, it is made like something that costs 40 to $50. And that's about, you know, <laughs> eventually it's, it, it doesn't have all the buttons you need. The controls aren't very precise. They start to break down after a while. And it's, it's a good place that if you want to start with something and just see if you really want to, you know, get into flight simulators at a, at a lower level, simpler things, it's it's a good place to start. Yeah, and uh, I did. The, I think I did the same as, as you did. 
when I started to play, well, basically it was in order to play, eventually play Star Citizen when the news came out that the game was, well, in development and it was getting pretty serious. I bought that same joystick and I told myself, well, I'm going to use it to swing around in space in Star Citizen. And the game is still in development today. Uh, you can play it a bit, of course, but yeah, it's not... Maybe that's not as complete as, for example, Elite Dangerous is. So uh, I eventually switched to uh, Elite Dangerous and discovered a, a, a bit like you that, yeah, after a while, you're getting to dogfights, you're really, really... Exert, uh, there's, there's a stress on the joystick that you're putting in. So it, you're trying to maneuver as much as you can and you're fighting both the inertia of your ship in the game and the limit physical limitations of the joystick in your hand and eventually you're starting you start to have a dead zone in the center because the the sensor of the spring is is getting loose um or you're just breaking stuff it's yeah. as simple as that yeah. because you're with with ones like that you're you're talking about a lot of plastic parts and there's no repairing yeah. them. So they just, when they wear out, they, uh, they wear out and the sensors are kind of crummy and they get less accurate and it starts to, uh, starts to fall away. So what did, what did you go to next? Cause you went to something. Uh, yeah, I went, well, I, I went to something called HOTAS, which you know what it is, but maybe for our, our listeners, we can describe uh, describe it quickly. HODAS is an acronym for hands-on throttle stick, which is basically a type of controls that they use in fighter jets. And basically, every I don't want to say every plane because I think it's different in small, propeller planes, but if you eventually pilot a jet or an airliner. I think it, this is the system that you'll have, It's which is uh, a joystick and a throttle. So do, two separate things. And on PC, and I don't know if they can be used on console, but anyway, so on PC, you plug them in. Uh, basically, you have two types. It, both are plugging into one USB port or the uh, model that I have now, which is to uh, USB cable. So basically you need two, two, two USB ports open or available. And and so, yeah, so you control your speed uh, with the left hand and you control everything else. Well, your direction, you can shoot and uh, navigate into menus with the right hand. And there's about 20 million buttons on these. On these. Uh, I, I'm joking, but yeah, it's, yeah. I guess I, I, having a quick look at the, the model that I eventually got after my first one broke, uh, because I got one at the auction, I guess it was used. Right. And, or maybe new, but old, new old stock, if you know what I mean. Right. So uh, and yeah, like we said, like we said, I, I used too much force on it, and it just the the, the joystick was just getting bad. It was just yeah. the controls were getting really really bad. So uh, I switched to a newer model, which is the uh, and this is a mouthful, uh, the Trustmaster T one six zero 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 M FCS, which is a <laughs> a lot. A lot, yes. Uh, but yeah, so basically, like I said, it's a throttle, it's a joystick in two separate p 
parts and uh and then you have almost too many buttons on these <laughs> well uh, see I, I i have an argument here for that that because i the game i play is um dcs digital yeah. um digital combat simulator world and um i cannot get enough buttons <laughs> i'm i didn't i was looking at yours the the, the model the thrustmaster you have but Unfortunately, between the time you bought it and the time I wanted to buy it, um, because of the pandemic, um, two things have happened. Things have gotten, you know, they're just not making enough. Supply chains are difficult. Yeah. So the prices have gone up, but also more people want to buy them because, you know, more people are at home and like, hey, I should play some video game. So they've gotten very expensive very quickly. Yeah. I don't know what you paid, but I think they're around four or five hundred dollars these days. Yeah, it's I paid about hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, that's <laughs> that so, was a bit, yeah. So I ended up going a different direction, um, and I ended up going with uh, it's a they sell direct actually. It's a place called VKB Sim, mm-hmm. um, and I got uh, the Gladiator NXT, which I think they might pronounced next but uh it's always weird but anyways it's um it's got a lot of buttons and it's also got really nice software that allows you to program one button to you know you can have one setup for you know you're taking off your landing you need you know your flaps your gear and that sort of stuff and then you hit a button a light changes on the thing it goes into a different mode and you just you can essentially double the amount of buttons and now instead of you know the uh how many hat switches do i have i have four hat switches and a bunch of knobs and stuff um well now i have doubled them and i can do that much more yeah um and the nice thing about this joystick is it's made in a way that's sort of meant to be repaired it comes with a few interchangeable options so you can you can change out a it's got a little mini stick that you can change for just a switch and a button instead of a switch somewhere else. Um, yeah. It's it's really solidly made. It um, and it uses a lot of. It's got interchangeable springs inside, so if they start to wear out, or if you want to use stronger or softer ones, it does that. And um, yeah, so if you're, it's from all the reading I've done, is it's the most recommended mid-level stick that. You want something that's quality, that's going to last, and that also has a huge amount of functionality. It's the way to go. And interestingly enough, your throttle is the one that people are like, unless you want to spend like three or four hundred dollars. Jesus. Just your throttle is. It's 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 a lot of money. I mean, it's a good throttle. I mean, and it's nice to. I think the the, the the thing that is not because it's it is doable to it is possible to play uh and I'm gonna go back to Elite Dangerous because I haven't played DCS, but it is doable to play uh, Elite Dangerous with a keyboard and a basic Logitech oh, uh, joystick. And you just have to memorize the, the buttons combinations and even with a joystick and even with my OLAS kit that I have right now, I still have to switch. For example, I still have to take my left hand and move it sometimes to the the base of the joystick on the right because there's some buttons that I need to use, for example, mm-hmm. to uh, 
open my 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 uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? But uh, yeah, if when when you want to land, you have to put your gear your landing right. gear out, so you have to press a button. And of course, you can change it to whatever you like. Uh, but I think the f- uh, maybe you'll agree with me there. But the the fun and maybe quotation marks, but who knows? The the fun about a, a good holos kit, a good joystick kit, is that you don't need to go back to the menu to look for the controls. You don't need to look down to see where is that damn button that you need to use. Is that you know where things are and you know what you'll need the most and you know how to program everything. And then you're flying around, be it on the earth or elsewhere in the the universe or whatever, (laughs) and you're just cruising. And yeah. if if you ever get into combat, for example, you know, okay, this is my missiles, this is my chain gun or whatever. And it's simple in a way because everything's where you want it to be. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where if you are a person looking to just get into things and sort of try them out, um, just get the Logitech. It doesn't yeah. cost a lot of money. It does, it works quite well it's not perfect but it it's the sort of thing that you know if you end up liking this stuff you can move up but if you don't it's a perfectly reasonable piece of you know kit to just have lying around that you use occasionally and it's it's no big deal using a keyboard with it it is totally fine for all those extra things don't don't jump into the highest end stuff right away because you may not like what you do yeah but if you but if you do get to that level, then it's time to start looking at like, okay, what do I want to do and what do I want to do with it? And if, if you can find a good price on the Thrustmaster, that's what I would have gotten. And they're just, they're hard to find for a good price right now. And mm-hmm. I looked around and I decided that instead of getting a separate throttle that for now, the, the one stick is good because it's got all these extra features. And then, I realized I had a racing wheel, so I have a bunch of pedals, so I can turn those into rudder pedals. Which oh. uh, that's was that was a part of my next question. I mean, would you have gone for the whole kit? Because we we don't necessarily personally know people, but we we we. We are on Reddit. We know what's happening on online. Yes. Too much time on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, and there is people going for. The going all in with a special seat, uh, VR goggles, um, and if you had the time or maybe the money, because it's I guess it's mostly it's money, money, mostly money. Uh, will you go for, for example, the I'm on the Trustmaster website right now, and there's this uh, hot task for the a replica for the Warthog, the A10, the F. Oh. A combat jet, and this is basically a replica, of exactly an exact replica of the the troll and stick that you have inside that warplane, and it's about a thousand dollars. Well, see, if I was going to spend a thousand dollars, yeah, I would, I would spend, I think it's about twelve hundred dollars, uh, maybe I can't remember. It's it's in American dollars, so it's even more. But I would go a little further, and I would go to a place called. Um, Win Wing, it's uh, they're a Chinese manufacturer. They, I think, they do have a North American distributor, but 
you're you're buying it direct from them basically mm -hmm. and they do a replicate kit of the f-18 wow that like you look at the, the warthog on the thrustmaster like wow that is the best thing that's ever been made and it's not even close this this win-wing stuff is <laughs> incredible and it's built like a tank like yeah I, if if i had the money and the space because this is stuff so big that you're talking about like a, a whole setup for your chair it needs a stand or something to yeah either attach to your desk or your chair i would certainly do it but it's one of those things that's it's like looking at a sports car wouldn't that be fun to drive but why would i do that <laughs> <laughs> um Before we go, because we want to uh, keep things short uh, on these DLCs, but uh, it's really, really, really interesting to talk hardware. Um, you talked to me about this oh. app for the phone, I think. Yes. It's, uh, um, called Smooth Track. Okay. And this, this is the thing I've been using for like literally two days. Um, but... Uh, in a lot of flight simulators, a lot of people use this thing called Track IR, mm -hmm. and it's basically this thing. Um, it's it's kind of like a webcam, but it's not. It's basically just a series. It, it shines LED lights at you, but like the kind in your remote, so they're infrared, so you can't see them. They're just shining at you, and it, okay. it tracks your head movement, so that when you're looking around your cockpit, if you turn your head left or right, your your view moves with it. Um, the problem with Track IR is you're talking $200 or so oh, for wow. the thing. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that'd be really cool. And everyone seems to use it and really enjoy it. But like, that's uh, $200 it's not worth it. Smooth Track, it's $14. It's an app you put on your phone. You, um, you can do it either over your network or you can plug it directly into your computer with a USB. And you, you put your phone in front of you with the camera facing you and it does the same thing using your phone's onboard sort of augmented reality technology. And it talks to your computer and it does the same thing. And again, I've, I've really only been using this for two days now and it's, it's kind of weird to get used to because you know, you look left and your screen moves, yeah. you keep your eyes forward and it's, First, it's a little weird. I don't know. I, I don't get motion sick, but if I was the kind of motion sick person, this might not be something I'd enjoy. Yeah. But it is. Um, it's also weirdly intuitive, and um, I'm really I, like I can't give it a full endorsement because I've only been using it a little bit. But I found it. Um, it's a $14 solution that works just so much better than you'd expect for something that, you know, is a tenth the price of the, the major product. Well, that's interesting. I'll have to give it a go because uh, I feel like, once again, in Elite, um, you're limited with uh, the fact that you have to navigate menus and use mm -hmm. uh, the a button on your joystick to move around. And there's a way, I think I, I did it once on my old kit, Uh, there's a way to just freely move around, but it's really, really sensitive. And it gave me a bit of a, made me a little bit sick. And then you're looking, where's my forward 
move my front facing view yeah. because I'm flying around and I just don't want to crash into an asteroid, uh, which I which I never do, uh, of course, uh, especially not into a certain uh, space combat game. But <laughs> 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 talked about this before. Um, but yeah, so I'll have it, give it a go if I can. And it's uh, interesting to see. Uh, well, keep us posted, of course, if, if, if it works, if it works fine. Yeah, I mean, it could be that in two days I find that, uh, oh no, I'm horribly motion sick and I yeah. cannot stop vomiting. In which case, I'll maybe send a tweet about it. We'll see. That's, that's good to know. Uh, well, thank you for this uh, this DLC, this first DLC. I think yeah. it went, uh, pretty well. Yeah, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to our uh, little bit on joysticks and flame. And of course, if you want to listen to more SVGA, there's everything's on pieuvre.ca. We'll also on uh, this will also be on, of course, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, and I think a bunch of other places we can, where you can get uh, podcasting stuff. And yeah, so stick around. We'll have this uh, our next episode, like I said before, on Burnout Paradise coming soon. I hope. Uh, of course, Robert's in the middle of a move, so that's yeah, a maybe bit- a little longer expected but yeah a bit we- more complicated but that's that's okay uh, and he's only moving about 200 kilometers west of montreal so that's not so bad yeah. and this well, tiny little town called ottawa yeah this, we don't it, nothing really special happens there it's it's a really really quiet town i mean and- i'm born there i can't really disagree with any of this and i don't take it too personally so <laughs> well thanks for thanks for being here robert and hey, uh, always we'll talk, a pleasure talk to you soon until next time bye-bye